All right. Hey, welcome. Welcome, uh, our listeners, to today's episode of The Epic Life. This is your host, Donnie Islands, with our uh, cohort in crime, Jeremy <laughs> Carbajal. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Hey, doing great as well. Um, honestly, haven't been able to wipe off this cheesy grin uh, from my face for about a week. Dude, me neither. <laughs> Holy crap. This has been, like, just, I mean, hearing from you, the just the influx of, of just support and the texts we've been getting in our group chats and stuff. Like, my God, it's just, it's, it's overwhelming. And like, I, I, I couldn't be more grateful. Dude. Awesome. And, and on that, so the reason we're all giddy over here is, uh, today is Wednesday, January 24th, when we're recording this, uh, we're two episodes, our first two episodes have launched, but again, like Jeremy just said, the overwhelming, uh, support uh, and joy that our, our customers, our, our listeners, so to speak, are, are, are telling us and sending us. It just makes us feel really proud to keep going. And uh, and it's really, we're just getting started. You know, I, know. I think we have, yeah. we have a long road ahead of us of, uh, I don't know, just value to bring and well, yeah. wonderful conversations. And uh, yeah, I just couldn't be more excited. <laughs> either, dude. It's going to be great. And I, I think it's important that we, we just continue to, to, to recognize like that we couldn't do this without the interest and without the 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 support. So I thank you all for oh. for even taking the time to to consider listening to a couple dudes chatting about shit that we think is pretty important. So <laughs> still on the couch, yeah. <laughs> still on the couch, but we'll upgrade. We will upgrade. Yeah, we will upgrade, yeah. Uh but no, yeah, we love all you listeners out there and it's just it's a lot of fun. But really I'm uh I'm really excited to talk to about today's episode. Uh, primarily just because this is one that hits home for me personally, a message, because uh, it's something I have struggled with pretty deeply the past four years or so. Definitely a lot better, a lot better okay. uh, uh, today as we speak, but it's still there. I, I think like most things in life, do some of these things ever go away? But um, it's the epidemic of loneliness. Uh, I like the word epidemic. That, that's a good way to put it. And, and the reason I say that is because actually Forbes, you know, you use this term uh, last summer. And um, because what studies have found and shown that this is an epidemic because literally loneliness has been proven now to be as bad for you as smoking 15 cigarettes in a day. What? Have you heard of that, Jeremy? No. Uh, it's 15 a day. 15 so like, a so day. Isn't there like 20 in a pack or something? Yeah, I, I mean, 20, I'm, I'm 25. Not a smoker, so. I'm not a smoker. I don't know either, but... But that's almost a pack. It's almost a, a pack. And so the, yeah, the idea of, not the idea, but yeah, living with loneliness has been proven to be as bad for your health as smoking almost, almost or if not damn near a pack a day of cigarettes. And obviously it's not for your lungs, but just like the overall, like loneliness doesn't affect your lungs, like cigarettes. The detriment to your health. The detriment to your overall health. Yeah. Wow. And... I don't know, and, and I, I think it really is a different kind of feeling. I'm not even feeling. It's definitely a different uh, diagnosis than like anxiety, or depression, or anything along those matters. But I think it still kind of comes in the same way. And I don't know. Um, again, because as someone that's been through it, and, and that's where I'm going to kind of go into, uh, sure. you know, how I've come into it. Because I will say, in my 20s, when I first did my first uh, business venture, uh, creating a a team in a community called Team Why Wait uh, within a company called World Ventures. Mm-hmm. Uh, any listeners out there that was part of Team Why Wait know that was a very special time in all of our lives. Just it was completely 100% founded on uh, connectivity. 
human connectivity, human yeah, connection. And experience too, And right? experience. We travel yeah. together, but we literally only talked about dreams and like <laughs> dreams and travel. It wow. was so fun. Uh, it was so fun. Um, and like I say, just the human connections and friendships that we made from that were just so deep and powerful, like literally to the point where uh, in mornings I felt being pulled out of bed uh, to pursue this. Almost like a calling. Yes. I, yeah. I woke up with a smile on my face. I woke up feeling ready for the day. And I, I'm sure a lot of people can out there feel like, uh, like what does that even feel like? You know what I mean? Because it's just like, uh, maybe you're just like rolling out, going to the, going to the job that it's again, this and that. But I'm telling you, like if you have never felt the feeling of being pulled out of bed for your dreams, like say just being a calling, yeah, you want to find that. And I had that for about five years. Um, uh, and also a wonderful girlfriend at the time. Um, and the man I am is I invest everything yeah. <laughs> into uh -huh. whatever I'm doing. Um, so when the business fell apart and my relationship ended, um, due to her leaving me seeking someone else, oh, wow. uh, kind of out of, out of, you know, nowhere, I had no expectation of that happening. Sure. Um, you, I, I found out that I, I, I lost the purpose, you know, like in the investment, where do I invest my time? Where do I invest my energy? Mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, but you know, I was like, Hey, you know, I'm a pretty outgoing guy, pretty charismatic. I think I can, uh, I'm going to take on this challenge, you know, bring on challenges, but it took me like a year to get a job, uh, just because I'd only been an entrepreneur in my twenties. So I really, just could not navigate. And then I was also suffering from loneliness, you know, yeah. um, from going with to living a life of purpose and meaning and connection to not finding any of that for a year in a job. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, when the person you love just kind of, you know, walks out, it's just like, it's just so easy to get, feel alone. Like, where do I belong? Oh um, yeah. I imagine that would be a very, um, foreign feeling. Yeah. To be in that versus what you had been so comfortable with and just like what was your existence for years. Yeah. And, and I was pretty consistently cons surrounded with people. Yeah. Uh, not being an only child, I don't know, like I'm used to being alone sometimes, but you know, not but for those past. There's between a difference. Being yeah. alone and being lonely, right? Right. Yeah. Right. There is. Um, and then say at this point, I wouldn't say I suffered really my loneliness. It was about a year year and a half ago ish it was when well it kind of again started compounding excuse me yeah back in like yeah late 2019 2020 because then i seek the dating world and i think maybe we touched on this in the dating app episode that we had but um i wasn't getting likes you know i, I wasn't getting connections um and like literally i wasn't getting likes other than <clears throat> sex bots and i don't know uh i'm, I'm dead serious no, I, dude, yeah I, get, I was on tinder too yeah um and just people that were just not my cup of tea i guess you could say yeah. you know um and so yeah no connections there and then COVID hits you know it's just so it's just a very easy way to kind of just get sequestered you know uh, but thankfully i found a job i got a job a great job um made the most money in my life which definitely helped but i will say it didn't that did not bring me like full-blown happiness didn't, you didn't like get purpose from it i didn't have purpose still because yeah. man i'm telling you in those first few months of being single and going into 2020 i just really believe that um the, one of the ultimate keys to to obtaining 
you know, happiness. And then obviously happiness is still, it's worked for every day, but it's finding purpose, meaning, and connection. I don't know. I feel like those three words are just so powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, when you feel it, you'll know it. Um, and if you don't, yes, like just just strive every day to find, to, to keep going at it. And and then once you have it, retain it, you know? Um, but yeah, I had that job, but then, and then this is honestly where the real one hit me, um, was when it wasn't when I got laid off the first time, it was the second time. Oh yeah. Uh, because it came out of nowhere and like you were blindsided, blindsided, you know, I got literally being told I was, I was in month two or month, I was month three when it happened month two, I was still being told like, you know, training like, Hey, but you're doing better. You're getting good. You're doing better. You know, yada, yada. And then the rug gets pulled out from under me. Uh, and then, yeah, like I say, and at this point I'm still just lost trying to navigate, you know, dating life, my own life, you know, like, is there any other business ventures I can do? Because as an entrepreneur, that's what I'd like to do, but I'm trying to make it in the real, in the world. I say the real world because (laughs) that's corporate life. (laughs) I guess. I don't know. Uh Um, I live in a dream world up here, man. (laughs) Um, but I don't know, because at that point, that was my at that point, that was my second layoff in a matter of like three or four months. Like cause I got laid off from the oh. other company and then I got laid off here. And then so, again, I'm just feeling like does society even want me. Oh, uh, I'm sure just, that you would that, that would bring like in a massive fear of or, or feeling of like rejection and just a lack of belonging. Boom. Yes. Lack of belonging. Yeah. I go home. And just, yeah, I think, like, where do I belong? Where do I fit in? Because it's not here. And um, you know, like dating is just f- foreign concept to me at this point, too. I'm just trying to, like, how do I pay my bills? How do I survive? How do I survive? Yeah. I, I, I went into survival mode, mm-hmm. uh, which as a human, like, and the mammals that we are, like, that is not a f- good mode to be in, in survival mode. Oh, uh, no. are, are you Have you ever been, or do like you know? Stuck in survival mode? Yeah. Well, Funny thing about me yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is I'm one of the most anxious people that I think I've ever met. <laughs> like, and that's not, that's not like a humble brag or anything. That's just like that. That's just a fact. Like I, I grew up very anxious. And so like my fight or flight system is always, has always tried to activate in places where, where it shouldn't. And then on top of the divorce, you know, whenever that happened two years ago, like I, I didn't know where I was going to live. Like that brought on these other stressors. Like I had a job, thankfully, yes, but you know, I was I didn't know what the, what was going to happen with the divorce, where I was going to end up living, where I, you know, who my friends were going to be. Like I, you know, I lost friendships in the divorce too. Like and and so so I can definitely see where yeah. being in that state of of just trying to get through, like trying to get to the next day, trying to get to the next meal. Yep. Is yep. is what matters most. Yep. You know, and then you feel like you, you still feel like the next one is still possibly not going to come you know it's actually bringing up some really dark times man yeah it's Fuck. uh it's wild man because yeah like and then i was just preparing for this episode i was doing a little more research on it because again like last year when i i heard a podcast address loneliness so th- that first made me feel more which one uh the prof g pod um oh, one nice. of my mentors scott galloway yeah um and well that's actually where i first found out about the forbes article about the epidemic of loneliness yeah. um, and the 15 cigarettes a day equivalent to your health. Cause I, then I, I honestly almost did like a fist bump in the sense of, yes, I feel heard. <laughs> I feel seen. I, I feel, and I didn't feel crazy. Cause yeah, I, I mean, there were so many nights before then that I was like, 
is it just me that feels alone out here? And I'm sure most people would be like, like, how does Donald, you know, feel lonely? Because, you know, again, I feel like I have a lot of good amount of friends. I feel I'm, I'm very blessed to have the connections with the friends I have, though, because mm-hmm. if it wasn't, and this will be the time where I'll say if it wasn't for them and you all know who you are. I would not be where I'm at today. I, it, 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 my friends and family, uh, mom and dad. Um, I mean, yeah, they know too, uh, just how clutch and crucial they are and were and still are. Um, cause yeah, if I did not have that, I think that I would probably be one of what society is, is creating more of as, you know, young, broke, lonely men. And Mm -hmm. if I did not have the community that I have and support system, I would not have continued to grow and thrive the way I've been able to. Yeah. But I found out that upon the doing the little research is there's, there's a couple of different forms of loneliness. The first one I found out was kind of psychological loneliness, which is, yeah, like, is there someone I can confide in or open up to? Mm-hmm. And again, for me personally, that was not the biggest one. Cause again, I, like I just said, I have my support system, my community, um, mm-hmm. and just much love there. They were always there. A second one is like societal uh, loneliness. This is more like yeah, uh, race, gender, um, or disability like, kind of factors being where you feel isolated. Okay. So, and so. If, uh, me personally, again, I don't have that. I did not have that uh, kind of loneliness, but that is a form of. These are all factors that go into these crazy numbers. Interesting. Of okay, so we have psych- we have psychological, which, psychological, um, almost like a socio or a social and economic an economic. Aspect. Like loneliness. where, like, hey, where do you fit right. in, in like, are your struggles, can people empathize with them? Right. Or do you feel like, you know, you're being, um, treated differently and is there anyone you can even go to for that? Or is there anyone else that can understand that? Exactly. So, interesting. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Please go on. No, no, no. I, I, <laughs> I'm learning with you. Yeah. <laughs> no, but this is the one where I was like, again, like just, yes, this is me, an existential or spiritual loneliness where you just wonder where your life has meaning. Um, and again, that, I don't know, I guess that ties into me being a dreamer, you know, kind of a, we've had an episode on boldness. You know, I feel like I, I don't know, man, there's just something about life where I just feel like near at the end of life. I, I don't know. Sometimes I think of it at the end of life. I don't know if you do sometimes, but I think of that sometimes at the end of my life, I just know that the, the number one thing that's going to be most important to me are relationships. Because mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but like, again, I, I enjoy my job. I'm very thankful for it. Um, and, and you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like I get the most smiles and happiness and joy out of talking to people Connecting. and seeing them be happy mm-hmm. and seeing them uh, get scared or joy. Like, it's funny. I was thinking one of my favorite movies I've seen recently, which might be our first movie uh, night, uh, is this mm-hmm. movie called Dream Scenario. And I was randomly, I go by myself because that's, I don't know, single and I go by myself. And uh, um, I happen to be sitting next to this couple. And sitting next to them and me laughing at the same time as these strangers was just such a fun experience. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I loved it. Um, oh, I and I just felt connected. We're laughing at the same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know that might sound crazy, like, wow, I'm some hippie old guy, but I'm, no, I'm 33, and I find so much joy in that, um, experiencing happiness and laughter and joy with other people. Well, you yeah, know? yeah, and, and if I can just make, make a quick point. So, like, I think it's – I think we're going to highlight what you just said about, like, the collective experience aspect of things. 
and how whenever you experience them together, you feel like you belong and, and you feel like you, you feel like you're not you're not so isolated or so far from everybody else. Mm -hmm. So like one thing that I've talked about in therapy quite a bit is w along with my anxiety and depression is whenever you feel anxious or depressed, you become so in your within yourself that like you almost don't let other things in at times. Like you feel like I'm not safe right now to, f to let in love or, you know, or joy or like it, it, it feels so strange to be in it. Um, but whenever I bring this up with my therapist, I say like I just you know it's hard to feel like I can just be involved in the moment and be with the people that I care about and feel like I'm enjoying mm. the day. And she said, and she t she brings up um, it's called Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Oh, I don't know if you've I've ever heard, heard of this. this. Okay, yeah, yes. yeah. So she, it, she brought it up to me the other day, and I had to look it up again while we were talking because I I couldn't remember exactly how she phrased it. But basically, there's five distinct levels of needs for the human being for the human psyche for for a human being to feel like they are experiencing all the needs that they have to feel like a full fully rounded out person and the bottom one is phys purely physiological purely i need to breathe i need to drink i need to eat you know i i need i need to be warm like mm -hmm. your body's needs to actually survive those needs above that is like a sense of having a sense of security whether it's like financial or in your economic security yep. yeah yeah exactly and then the one right above that before you even get to like the sense of self and like what your purpose is is love and belonging oh if you <laughs> yeah dude i swear to god dude that's gonna tie in hell i'm just gonna say it now if you don't mind go please. um because I, I sent you this video just i think earlier today and i'd seen this and it was just so um impactful because when i when i saw this guy say this i was like this Again, I this makes so much, so much sense because I am missing this, and I can only imagine it filling the void. And he just says that look, uh, this is uh, Dr. Mark Hyman. I love he's another yeah. major mentor of mine in health and wellness, and just all around how to live a wonderful, epic life. <laughs> um, but uh, he says like you know, love is medicine. When we <clears throat> when we have a deep connection with someone, um, obviously I think at that point really anyone, you know, just even a friend. But when we have a deep connection with someone. It literally changes our gene expression. Uh, there's this thing called sociogenomics where our social relationships actually affect our genes. And where, so if you are in a conflictual relationship, it will trigger inflammation in your body and lead to you know more disease, faster aging, just overall unhealthy. Whereas if you are in a loving, heart-centered relationship, you are actually you are actually activating repair genes. Wow. <laughs> I know, right? Even cuddling can change your epigenome. And I'm like, wow. No wonder I want to hug everyone before <laughs> I leave them seeing them. It's, it brings me so much warmth and happiness. I mean, what what are your thoughts on that? Like when I just read that, like I mean, dude, I uh, I am kind of stunned, like honestly. Like I I believe that like but it is still such a mind-blowing thing. It is. Like you're like holy shit because I know that, you know, I was whenever I was single at times, I would I would feel like more than anything I just wanted to like be next to someone. Like not in a sexual way, just wanted to like feel another person's presence and feel like I was connected to them. Oh, you know, yeah. now I'm lucky enough to, you know, get to sleep next to, you know, An my girlfriend woman. and she's wonderful yeah. and I love her so much and like it it does put your body into like a totally different state whenever you have that. Like there's just a sense of calm that I don't think 
you can get on your own. Like you, you, just, you can't. just can't. You just can't. You can't. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it 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 blew my mind. And um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think just, again, just even just still kind of sitting in and thinking about it. It's just uh, it's just it's it's perplexing to really just process because yeah, I. But yeah, I, I just totally believe it. Um, it goes to show you the power of relationships. Um, yeah, connecting with someone on just deeper levels. Mm-hmm. And I think that also kind of ties in with, and I think we also have maybe listened or saw something on this, but um, are you familiar with the Blue Zones? I'm not. Okay. I don't think. So uh, there is a Netflix show, actually. I don't know. I think it's literally called The Blue Zones or Experience the Blue Zones with a gentleman named Dan Buettner. Um, mm-hmm. And... The blue zones are just these little pockets and areas of life where they're filled with what they're called centarians, people who regularly live to 100 and live wonderful lives still, like like prosperous, healthy lives. It's more so about like your health span instead of your lifespan. Lifespan is like, oh, yeah, you may live to 95, but really what are the quality of those years? Yeah. Whereas health span is like you want you can still enjoy those years. like playing Long, pick, Yeah, like longevity with – Yes, being being like self sufficient and and cognitively, you know, still adept and things like that. I love that term longevity. I don't know. I, yeah. I just again maybe call me a crazy dreamer believer, but um, I I think that's why I'm, I'm obsessed. I love life so much. So why would you not want to live the best life as long as possible? Oh yeah. yeah. But um, anyway, there's an episode in that uh, net uh, that uh, Netflix docu series where. In an island off the coast of Italy, uh, Italy excuse me, Italy, uh, called Sardinia, they literally said that a good social life, where having at least, get this, at least three friends who laugh with you and who care about you uh, on a bad day is worth about an extra. Take a guess how many years of life that would just by having three friends that like you're generally having that deep connection with and laughing and feeling connected with guess how much on average that gives you an extra life uh, five ten eight years wow eight years and i was hopeful whenever i said five ten yeah <laughs> i was like that seems like it's a stretch but i'm gonna guess but it's wild because it just goes to show you it gives you more reasons to live you know like you know you're still connecting with your friends and um enjoying things and and, and relationally but um but what's more so than and i'm sure a lot of people are thinking like, oh yeah i have three friends and whatnot but like I think that the real thing that I think is important to draw from that is that they went further in that uh, it's more so about the energy exchange between those friends. Wow. Like you the, the breathe life into each other. Yeah, the, the deep connection, the uh, the vulnerability, um, the topic of conversation. Um, is it positive or negative? But I, I would like to say if we continue to do this while we're well in our 70s or 80s, um, <laughs> we would be living a long, healthy life because we're. this is what our – podcast is about um Mm -hmm. it's about how we engage with our fellow humans and um well there was i have a fact yeah i I, I literally heard uh, earlier today um so they did this survey of um of more elderly folks i should say like people i think above 60 was like the the cutoff and they found that the Men, men typically obviously don't live as long as women do. Like they, don't, we just don't. Like, right. And it, one of the things that they found, though, whenever they did this survey, was that men in their sixties and older find their wife to be their best friend, while they, and then they surveyed the wives, 
and found that they considered someone else to be their best friend. Hmm. And obviously there's not, it's not like a causation equals correlation, you know, something like that. Yeah. But they, they realized that like after their partner would pass, like had passed away, the amount of years that the husband would have on average was less than how many the wife would have. And it's almost like what you said, like they had a community afterwards yep. while these men tend to tend to lose friendships over the years. You know, men, uh, we don't live as long and, and our health is just generally not as as good as women's is. Right. Um, so it's I, th- I found it really interesting to, to see, like literally hear of almost the same thing. Today. No. Yeah. And again, that was a survey you said? or what Yeah, was it? it was a survey that was done. And again, I don't have the, I don't have it in front okay, of me. I yeah. didn't write it down. But but, but wow. that, that's what they found was that men have less of a sense of community. In, mm-hmm. in in our older years and so it's important to keep healthy energized connections with it, with with the people that we care about like it just is and you know yes 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 and you know what is so important with you said too it's, it's kind of wild like um when you hear these surveys or stats but then you you actually meet the stat you know what i mean oh yeah yeah so literally um and once I get to know this gentleman further, I know we will because we became a friend. But for those that, for those that don't know, again, that here in mid to late January that it is, I'm actually moving to a new apartment complex uh, here in a couple weeks. Woo-hoo. Um, Pretty new spot and uh, very community-driven. Went mm-hmm. to a social happy hour they had the other night, and it was just phenomenal. Um, uh, just seeing all the, the laughs and joy and human, human conversations that people were having, it was just so cool to see. Um, again, cause I don't know. I feel like that's becoming a lost art, so to speak. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but I saw this guy just sit by himself and, but he looked like he was welcoming a conversation. So your boy went down and sat by him <laughs> <laughs> and, um, we just got to chat in a little bit and yeah, this uh, gentleman, uh, he's 37, uh, male and, uh, recently divorced, but said he didn't want to, he didn't want to buy a home. Why? Kind of interesting, right? Yeah, why? Um, and I thought the same thing. Uh, but I continued conversation a little bit, introductory here, there. A couple minutes later, I, I circled back to them. I was like, hey, I, I couldn't help but understand or couldn't help but hear that you said you don't want to buy a house. What made you say that? I didn't want to isolate myself. Oh, um, wow. And talk about, what was it, our second episode, I think, about self-awareness. That guy was self-aware knowing that Sure, on many aspects of life, on paper, buying a house probably in your you know mid to late thirties is the smart move to go. But again, it goes back to at the end of the day, what do we need more? Ourselves, our happiness, our well-being, our sense. It's of belonging. not this. Which also, I wanted to kind of say this. I was thinking about this earlier today too. Is again, this is for people out there who might be suffering with loneliness. When I went through what I went through the past handful of years. It's also because I feel like society has this – correct me if I'm wrong – but um, uh, this this way on how you're supposed to live life. Mm-hmm. Go to school, get good grades, uh, get a good job, or go to grad school, then get a great job or a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, meet someone, fall in love, get married, have kids, have kids get a house, uh, a big house uh, <laughs> that can hold all the kids and the dogs and the cats – Mm-hmm. white picket fence but then you live life and it doesn't work like that very few people get that and sometimes many of the people who do you wonder i don't know you know it's just it's it's not just 
that. There are so many avenues and paths that life can go. And I think knowing that that is not the way everyone goes is something you just have to kind of. Well, yeah, I think it's a great, it's a, it, it's great that you mentioned that because we need to start understanding how we can dismantle those ideas and not for the sake, not because we, because they are bad ideas, but because they're not, that's not everybody's story. Mm-hmm. I mean, n- no one writes it in their story that they're gonna, you know, lose a job and then lose the same job and then, and you know, and then get maybe get, get divorced get, get on divorced. top of that. Yeah, like no, no one, life doesn't work that way. But the the way that we are able to to get through those things and then realize that that just because it's different doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. And I feel like sometimes it's so easy in society. To feel like you are bad because that's happening to you. I felt that way. I felt that way. Yeah, um, 100%. And, but that's where you just kind of have to really like hone in on yourself and do that self-love, seek in with your community. Um, and I know and if – you know what's interesting is this guy – this was the other key part. Uh, he asked me, do you have a lot of friends? I said, yes. I'm very grateful and blessed to have an incredible friend group. He did not. To what you, the point you said earlier yeah. about men not having as many of those deeper connected friends as they get older, mm-hmm. and so he needed community. Yeah, and he um, knew he needed it. Yeah. yeah. What, what was that? He knew he needed. He it. knew he needed it. Yeah, and that to that is obviously more important, way more important than a quote unquote economically suggested societal decision. Um, up to buy a house, you know, I mm-hmm. think, uh, in his case, yeah, um, or many other cases, similar, you know, it's just, yeah, it's all about just being self aware and understanding what are your needs now, yeah, and it's okay to do that stuff because also at the end of the day, again, as I said, is at the end of the life, it's your relationships that matter, it's not the house because the house you might, you know, you might not even be in the house anymore, you might move to a, a retirement facility, or you just never know where life is going to take you, yeah, um, but you know, the people. People are what the matter most, mm-hmm. um, uh, not possessions. And yeah. So. Well, possessions are, they're fleeting. They're, they can be taken away from you. Mm-hmm. They're, but and people are the the connections we have with people, are. They're stories. Yeah. And they, they can echo on for generations, the way that people affected people. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally agree. Um, I think well, before we conclude, or not before we conclude, before we get to our favorite segment, Attitude for Gratitude, Hell yeah. um, I do also want to make a moment to give a shout out uh, to kind of a solution. Because, you know, here at the Epic Life podcast, we like to not just kind of discuss and show, you know, uh, important things that we believe in and talk about them and that's helped shape us to come where we are. But we also, whenever we do see a problem, such as, you know, loneliness that we've talked about out there, mm-hmm. we also want to talk about solutions. <clears throat> and I heard a solution here uh, recently on a, on a podcast about a company out of New York called Peoplehood. Mm-hmm. Um, and on actually, again, some more staggering statistics um, on their website, they say that 61% of adults identify as lonely, where 4 in 10 report having no close relationships. Um, so again, that deep connection that we talked about, uh, those are the stats for adults. Um, and this company is literally just all about building up 
human connection and people uh like the where you can speak freely but and uh, they the concept of listening and just yeah helping understand people more uh, is that's literally what it's called it's called peoplehood uh first of its kind practice is <clears throat> a first of its kind practice designed to improve our relationships and starting with ourselves it's founded by these entrepreneurs julie rice and elizabeth cutler I totally encourage you guys to look at it peoplehood um i think they're doing great innovation in the concept of human connection and bringing it back to uh, people and making it a, a more known thing i love that um and so yeah uh, definitely look into peoplehood julie rice and elizabeth cutler um but yeah that's uh, great yeah and i honestly think us with our podcast we kind of create that kind of community as well i hope so <clears throat> like i i definitely obviously <coughs> connecting with you every week and collaborating is is a joy yeah like it's it, it we get into just like this just energized conversation yeah where it just feels like no matter what whether this microphone's in front of my face or not like this is valuable to me oh yeah know? and and i i i'd like to think that in time you know we'll have people hopefully come to us and say that they got value from it too just because that matters too i want people to feel like they're less alone in what they go through oh yeah and that's where again i'm gonna take that this last little bit to reiterate you know definitely if you feel like you've gone through loneliness and like you want to share with us or share your story uh definitely feel free to either uh message us on our social media but also what's our email again I uh, it's just that. the epic life media at gmail.com the epic life media yeah. at gmail.com reach out uh, if you need resources for anything if you want to if you have a story you want to share with us or if, if you just want to feel less alone just yeah like i said that the, the meaning of this is to have that. connection shouldn't have to yeah um and again for, for speaking to someone that's gone through it pretty deeply really questioned where they were supposed to go in life and what they're supposed to do um but here recently like i shared with you jeremy is like with this i couldn't be more happy to continue this because it's brought me to dreaming again yeah <laughs> i told you i literally woke up dreaming and so uh and again, awesome. when you can do that uh life is beautiful um but yeah let's hop into uh attitude for gratitude brother okay yeah uh, for a quick refresher this is our second episode doing this <coughs> excuse me uh this is the the goal of this is to uh encourage you to meet strangers and not just to meet strangers observe them you know uh and like i say just kind of like i want to i want to take notice in this person based on the how well they're they're doing at life so to speak yeah. uh, whether it's their job or just saying that you just see that someone do it they're great at their job or uh you're at a concert and you're enjoying something or you're at a game and you're like wow that guy has great energy i love his energy for the game it's just noticing the wonderness in other people and you want to take notice in that because I, I will tell you right now, people love that uh, people. That's just you're going to create more connection. Mm -hmm. You're going to create more happiness and laughs. And who knows? You might make a new friend. You well, know, I got to say, I, I really appreciate that you brought up this idea in the first place, because I think we brought you brought it up to me at New Year's before you went before you left the party. Um, we talked about it for a little bit. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> I was kind of drunk. But, <laughs> but what? I really love about this idea is it reminds us that our interactions don't have to be so passive. 
Yes. Like so much of what we do is just like this, like a reflex in, in how we talk to each other and how we greet each other and how we express gratitude to people. Like that's become such, it's become a lost art to just have a brief, scintillating, beautiful human moment with a person that is just where it is in, in human history. Yep. Like, and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be written down in history books, but it, it's a moment that matters to you because it reminds you of the, the vast amount of people and their lives and their experiences that we just walk by every day. Yep. And so whenever we do this, like it brings me back like, oh yeah, like I had a good connection with someone that I may never see again. I probably won't, you know? I think that's, I just think it's beautiful. You want to you hear a crazy one? I'm just going to, this isn't my one here, but uh, I still keep an email from my bus driver when I was in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Uh-huh. His name was Mario. And I just, we had a short email exchange. And I was like, I love that I had this human connection with this driver. You know, that's that so was from cool. 2015. Wow. Uh, nine years old. And, but I knew then I'm like, I love that I got this guy's email. We, we had a connection. And he wished me well in life. I mean, this way he literally kind of said something like that, like, like in, in, enjoy your life, you know, and yeah. things like that. It was just, it was cool. It's beautiful. But I want, I want to hear yours first, brother. Uh, um, who, 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 who did you meet, or what interactions you have? And yeah, so this will be a little bit of a vulnerable moment for me. Um, but I did. I had to go to the doctor the other week, um, just, just within the past week <clears throat> or two, I think. Uh, this was a really important moment for me because I, I was going through a lot of health anxiety recently. Um, and so I saw a doctor that isn't my primary care doctor at, at KU Med. Um, and she just like sat with me and I was I was honestly just overwhelmed. I'm, I'm thankfully working. I've wor- worked through a lot of that. And I'm in a lot better of a spot now. Um, but she just sat with me and like I sobbed in that in that room, which is like. Not something that that guys can really admit that they do, but I did because I had to yeah. because I had to like let go of a lot of emotions I was feeling, and she just like sat with me and just let me and she was like, "What do you need?" And she made me feel like I was seen. Yeah. And so to that doctor, that just thank you for that. That was that reminded me that just because like she works with patients all day, she's probably never going to see me again. Like she had, she let me have a human moment in there. Oh. And it it honestly took a big weight off of my shoulders. So love that. Thank you to her. She Dude, was great. I, I wish I could give her a hug for for, the, for doing that for you. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, that is awesome. Um, wow, good for her. Good for her, man. Thank you for sharing. Sure. Um, I'm also gonna start with my last one from last week. Was a gen. Uh, I, I think it, it was the gentleman who was at my works at my apartment complex now, um, who. Yeah, like say uh, he he had the arm issue, and then he right right, yeah. um, but he just lives life so happily and joyously. And I just, I don't want to first share that I got his name. His name's Kyle, and I've run into him at least another three or four times since. Nice. And and, and this is again, this is what I'm talking about. Is when this is a, he is the perfect example for this, uh, you know, segment that we have within the show, because since then, uh, like there was one day where I saw him at a, on an evening as they were kind of wrapping up like six o'clock. Uh, no, excuse me. I saw him, uh, it, was a, it was a morning. I was getting ready to go to brunch about three or four days later. He asked me, how was brunch? Where did you go? The man listened and cared enough to 
remember what I said like three days prior. Like, hey, and I mean, we, we had a conversation. Like, I went to Urban Egg Eatery in Leewood. Phenomenal place. Totally recommend going if no one's ever been there yet. Um, and, yeah, it was just the guy shows he cared. I don't know. Like, it's just this shows you that strangers care and yeah. people need to meet people. Um, so love you, Kyle. Um, I'm going to I can't wait for you to hear this because, yeah, you deserve the shout out. But um, I'm also going to be a little more hog worthy of time. And I have two examples of Damn. my most recent uh, attitudes for gratitude. And one is I was uh, over the holidays. I was in Orlando for the, the Orlando Magic NBA game. Uh, kind of become a bandwagon fan. Figured why the fuck not. <laughs> um, and my parents bought a property down there. So a little Orlando in the winter. Um we we're just so invested in the game, watching it, enjoying it in the flow. And these two guys, kind of younger guys, I don't know, maybe at late 20s, whatever, behind us were just so into the game. Their energy was just <laughs> like, like, oh, he's going to miss it. Like, oh, no. Yeah. And, um, uh, <laughs> just like uh, totally, totally invested. Totally yeah. invested. Yeah. And there was this other guy walking. He was wearing a Florida Gator hoodie. And they're like, hey, Florida Gator guy. Uh, are, are you a magic fan? The guy goes, yeah. And he goes, hell yeah, man. And they slap their hands and high five. <laughs> um, anyway, after the game, my dad and I took the time to like, just say, Hey, we thoroughly enjoyed your commentary and shook their hands and, and left. And it was just, it was a wonderful human moment. Um, but more recently, uh, this past weekend, I was in Baldwin city for an event and I met this wonderful, um, uh, waiter. Her name is Jennifer. And, uh, she just went above and beyond, and then even at the end, uh, I don't know. I tipped her, I tipped her graciously, and uh, she just gave me a hug. And she was like, "You have no idea the uh, kind of week I've had. Uh, you and your group made everything." So Aww. it was, it was a wonderful, again, human moment. And uh, again, it just goes to show you that people want people want to be seen and heard and felt. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I don't know. I'm, I'm very thankful I met those. All of these people, um, you know, it's a wonderful segment. Wouldn't you I agree? Oh, dude, it's great. Yeah. Like, so, uh, well, no, uh, Jeremy, do you have any closing thoughts? I think this has been just awesome. I mean, I appreciate all the work you did to, excuse me, to just learn more about what loneliness means, not only for your story, but just for people. And so I thank you for that. Um, I'm glad that we got the chance to talk about it. Dude, I appreciate the kind words as well. Appreciate everyone else out there and looking forward to next week. Everyone have a good one. Yep. Have a good night, everybody, and we will talk to you next time.